1: everyone. It's Linda O'Carroll Jenner here with another SBCN Small Biz Podcast. I'm very happy today to have a returning guest, Steve Bentley from Northern River Financial. Hi, Steve. Thanks for coming back to um, share more insights um, on your business and your recent rebranding um, initiative.
0: How are you doing this morning, Linda?
1: We're doing really well, thank you. Just got back from a business trip. And um, as I say, I'm very excited that you're sharing all this uh, information with our listeners because... Obviously, we all need to look at you know our branding at some point in our life.
0: Yeah, you know, it's been an interesting journey. I think um, one of the things that I came across last night, I know we were both at a networking function, and it was a speed networking function, and it's amazing the ability to tell your story over and over in a very short time, but one thing I found is the brand really spoke for itself last night, so that really was exciting for me.
1: That's so fantastic, and I noticed you were wearing your brand, Steve. Um, you have this awesome um, T-shirt, I guess, with your logo on the on the front pocket. It looks absolutely fantastic.
0: I, I think that's that's it. I'm wearing the brand. I'm promoting the brand because you know the brand is is in a lot way derived from from what I really believe in, and the message I think is it creates an ability for people to ask a question, but also to connect with the you know, the brand and, and, and the whole message that I'm trying to portray. So I, I get a lot of compliments on it, and, and I appreciate that. And I find that its ability to even communicate the, the message without me even saying anything actually is, is, is an interesting perspective.
1: And the other thing, I know this might sound a bit <laughs> odd, so for any financial planners, financial advisors out there, I'm, I don't mean any disrespect, but because you look kind of business casual, very friendly and open to people coming to chat with you, it takes away the fear factor also. It it gives a chance for people to open the conversation because let's admit it, we often run away from people who are in lovely dark suits and ties and we think that they're going to offer us a solution to our financial future. So maybe we should look beyond the way, (laughs) you know, sometimes people dress. But in your case, you are doing it for a lot of reasons. That's just a small part of the brand though, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it is. You know, just on, on that one small point, I mean, I came from the corporate world and suit and ties were were the, you know, certainly going back to the 90s were the day-in-day the and day and dress that we used to always wear. And I got into consulting and one of the things I learned in that is that, you know, you go into some businesses and, and they move towards the business casual was happening. And you have these people come in and they stand out like a sore thumb with these, you know, sharp business suits and, and nice ties and fancy shoes. And you sort of get, you know, an uncomfortable feeling. So we always used to dress down. I carry the Ford in business and I said, you know, I want people to have some comfort, some warmth in terms of meeting with them and, and not to be imposing. I mean, I I never really liked going to families' houses and sitting at their kitchen table, wearing a, you know, a business Mm -hmm. suit because it totally was out of place. Um, But that said, you know, the whole aspect of, of the warm message, I think is, is starting to resonate now with the extension of our social media program. Um, the two concepts there are, you know, to promote the brand. Um, of course, it's it's promoting the business we're in, but it's also to engage with people that you're connecting with through the social media channels. And I think, you know, a lot of people through social media, they just throw, you know, different things up at different sites at different times, and there's no coordination or strategy behind it. And that's certainly one of the things that with my marketing person, we insist that we have a role or, or a process by which we can then very carefully select the social media channels, what we're promoting, when we're promoting it, when we're cross-promoting it, and then create messages that we're going to put out. You know, in the short term, and we'll start rolling these out. But really, talk about concepts, but really always tying back to that. You know, let's create a conversation, and having those conversations, you know, people feel a lot more at ease, and, and they don't treat it like a an interview, and, and bottom line is when we have those communications and have those copies with people they're much more willing to share and and that helps us determine you know what we may be able to do for somebody who is a prospective client or be able to deal with some issues with with existing clients that maybe they weren't comfortable in bringing out in the initial part of a meeting so yeah. you know i think it's it's a, t- a total strategy that that we're starting to work with
1: that is so true and um i think i'm not sure whether i mentioned this last time but i often you know, talk to people about their brand and they, they ask me what I think about their brand. And my first question is always, well, what do you think about your brand? How do you describe your brand? What do you see your brand as as, as being, you know? And uh, I guess a lot of people do struggle to, to actually even know their own brand. So, We've talked about how you came up with the idea for the branding and how you actually used a trusted business who you'd, you know, built a great relationship with to assist you with your new brand. But it's an ongoing um, initiative, isn't it? You don't just do everything in, in a couple of months and then go, okay, it's all done. What is the next part of, of um, you, know, you moving forward with this new brand, which is already becoming recognized, but what, what do you personally do next in your organization?
0: You know, I think bottom line is when you're looking at rolling out a, a new brand, rebranding, you, you go through the mechanics of it. You come to the point where you have your brand, you have the, you know, you develop your website, you develop some social media platforms, but you need to have a strategy moving forward that reinforces that brand, that further communicates that brand. And I think, you know, when we start to get some inbound metrics on people's reactions, what people like, what people don't like, is really taking that in hand and saying, okay, is there something that we missed? Is there something we need to reinforce? Mm -hmm. Or are we doing okay? So it's all about, and a lot of people do that. They throw out a brand, and, and there's not a lot of collective thought behind it. And they don't really get a perspective of how that's being received. And I think in our perspective industry, that's so important that we have that reception because, you know, we, we are foolish to think that, oh, this is great. Everybody's going to love it. Well, you know what? Maybe they won't, and you need to reflect on, well, what is it? Maybe did we have a disconnect when we went through that branding strategy? But So the, the, the actual aspect of moving forward is to continually to, to promote the brand, to work the brand, and to have a strategy by which we are looking back on how that is working and, and hopefully resulting in some inbound marketing activity and some traction because, of course, for us, in, in you know the internet day and age that we live in, social media it's all about FCL and getting placement because as much as we promote the brand, we want people to be able to find the brand. So, mm. you know, we find the message, find their websites, find their social media activity, and it then helps look at you know, giving people an ability to not only do research on the company but also to get a feeling of what and how the company operates. So I think the the values and, and, and you know the the tagline keeping life current really for us is promotes the concept that, you know, we're looking at financial life planning and something that I like to say is we're putting the life in financial planning. And I like to see the reflection on, on that. And I'm actually getting some good response to that. So it's really making sure we're looking at placement, you know, in terms of recognition in the internet, but also working our message and making sure our brand and our message communicate together. And that what we are doing reflects that particular brand.
1: That sounds awesome. Now you mentioned something that really, you know, made me wonder for a moment because um, I've been branding my two businesses since I started them. I always, you know, add a little bit and, and make changes and stuff like that. But I haven't had such a big change as you. If someone searches for you online and uses, you know, Google or something like that. Um, obviously, most of the information online is about your older brand and your different name of the company you know and stuff like that do does your guys like do a redirect how say if somebody doesn 't know your your new website address um, are they like being redirected to your new site? How does this work in the branding process?
0: Yeah, I mean you have to look at your established footprint on you know, social media and also on the internet. And I think um, one of the key things we do is, is from a redirect is making sure we're tying in the existing, pre-existing, I should say, brand and tying that into the new brand so people can find that chain, find that path if they are looking under, let's say, my name or under mm-hmm. my old branding.
1: Mm-hmm. So they can make
0: that. But I I think the other thing, too, is, is trying to promote a brand in respect to the placement in, in you know, Google or in looking at your SEO it's important that you're using a lot of taglines, too. So, you know, as much as you have a name, you're trying to promote the aspect of the brand. You're trying to promote, you know, coll- collectively, what are you about? So whenever we're putting out any kind of communication, we work with a redirect. We also work with the fact that we want to try and tag certain phrases within content so that it ties into people finding it easier to find our placement and that takes some time i mean it's a a question of continuing to create that content put that content out there make sure it ties back to the brand and then people will be able to then do some more generic searches and will connect with us but it's it's something where we also just on the final point about we diminish the presence of the pre-existing brand so we're trying (laughs) to
1: dial down in
0: terms of that content
1: yeah Whereas. um a lot of people, if they were not staying in the same business, I guess some of them decide to keep the old brand um, because it does give them some credibility, if people look into their background. Um, I guess, you, did you, you know, when you chose your name, did you check to see if any, anybody else with the same name... Um, was in the financial planning business. Did you check to see if you know it was fami- you know, similar to any other names, or did your people when they were were working on the brand?
0: Yeah, I mean, we we did counter uh, a brand with a similar name out of Australia, and, and hence we're trying to co- coordinate our activity based on on the Canadian market, and hence why we chose the .ca uh, for the website. Um, but you know what you're always going to run into that there is Mm -hmm. a slight difference between the names but Mm -hmm. you know what we realised that but we still felt strong enough about the name and the Canadian connection to that name so
1: yeah there's nothing wrong with having there's nothing wrong with having the same name as another business but a lot of people wouldn't have done what you did, Steve, and your team and said, well, let's see what's out there already. And it's good to see how they are branding them themselves and how they are different to you and, and, you know, the way you're moving in different directions. Because obviously, your Google, too, you and I found the same organization as you did in Australia. So it's, it's always good to know. So what what would you say is the next most important part of this very strategically, you know, performed so far, um, new branding initiative. We've talked about it now from A, B, C, D, right, right, you know, along to, say, Z. So where are you now thinking of going? I mean, we're coming up to Christmas and lots of people, I guess, are going on holiday. What are your plans for the quiet times to work on more of the brand or...?
0: (laughs) Yeah, you know what? We we've got to look at the marketing side of the brand too, right? I mean we we've got some initial things in there, but we're looking at, you know, the tradition a little bit of the more of the traditional sides of marketing. So that's, you know, postcards, uh, we're really getting into promoting the brand through, you know, thank you cards and introduction cards. We're also mm-hmm. gonna be working the brand too, because trying to get out to as many functions as we can, you know, promoting ourselves, promoting the new brand. Um and giving people a, a tale that they can tie back into, you know, social media and the Internet to find more detail about the company. But it, it's it's all great to rebrand. It's all great to put everything out there electronically. But if you're not working the brand, then it, it really falls on deaf ears. So we've got to make a very consistent effort in terms of getting out there and, and letting people know about us. And it's also cross-communication. You know, like we had a great function last night. We've got a bunch of people that we're going to, you know, contact, sit down and have coffee. And so that kind of cross-promotion and, and, you know, working within our existing networks and expanding that network too. So working with and going to some different functions that we haven't been to before.
1: So basically, um, when people say, you know, I want to start my own business and I want more downtime and I want more time in my family, from what you've described, it's been nonstop now for very, very many years, over 20 years, and you're still happy and you still like what you do. So is there a secret to that, Stephen? I know you're going to say you're passionate about your business, but um, how do you continue to be so happy, and full of energy when running, you know, a really busy organization as you do?
0: Well, you know, it's it's an interesting question. Um, in a general statement, I would say anybody that doesn't have passion in their business probably shouldn't be in that business because it's not going to work itself. You have to know it, you have to love it, and you have to be continually working it. I think for me, though, it's a question that there was a soul searching. It was coming to a point where, you know, we're looking at you know some some complacency, and and we needed to reinvigorate our our our, our business. So. That was one of the reasons we went through the, the rebrand and the relaunch was to really create a, an excitement about what we're doing again and, and you know anybody who's in business for a certain time amount of time it, it can you know just become a little monotonous and a little routine and, and that's not good I mean anybody who's an entrepreneur, anybody who's running their own business they've got to be continuing to look for how they can modify the business enhance the business because Competition is always there. Competition is always knocking at your door. And Mm -hmm. if you become complacent and stale, Mm -hmm. you know, you may lose some opportunities. So I think through the rebranding process, through the, you know, the launch of the new company, it just reinvigors for myself the the, the excitement I have in doing what I do.
1: Now, before I let you go, because I know it's a very tight schedule for us both this morning, just give me one quick idea of how you do spend your downtime, how you, how you do wind down, because I know you do at some point. So how do you do it?
0: I think that when you're looking at, you know, your family, when you're looking at yourself, you've always got to find time and make time and put time in your schedule for non-business activities, because there's more to life than just your business. So for me, if I can get up to the cottage for a weekend, mm-hmm. if I can spend some time take going out walking in a couple of nature trails, taking some pictures, or even just going to a movie with family, you know, I think that all adds up, but mm-hmm. it's really important that people have that balance. And so part of the changes we made was to incorporate a little more family time into into the you know our busy days and, and really take some time to spend time collectively. So getting together as a family, getting together with friends. It's so important, and I know people who work long, long hours, and they burn themselves out,
1: yep. and um,
0: that doesn't help the business. Because we don't they lose that, their
1: yeah, we don't want that to happen to you, Steve, because you are seriously one of the nicest people I've ever met, but where your business is concerned, I know we know each other very well, but I hardly know you're in business because it's not something you focus on when you are in, in the situation, say, the networking or the the, the social events that you and I, It's it's as if people come to you because they are drawn to you and they ask you about your business and how you can help them. And that's one of the greatest things you can have, Steve. So I'm going to let you go. I know you've got a very important um, call in about five minutes. We hope to hear from you again if you've got time for another podcast because I want to hear very much more about, you know, after Christmas, what's going to happen next year. So have an awesome day.
0: Thank you, Linda, as always.